Steph Curry with the shot. Ben cooking with the sauce. Chef Curry with the pot, boy. Live from the 301. Live from the pot. I want to welcome my audience to episode number 189 of Curry in the Pot. I'm your host, I'm your guy, Mike Curry, and I'm back in another episode, man. If you missed last week's episode, it's low-key, actually high-key, kind of outdated, but my brother, Marky P, came through, the, the CEO, aka PEO of Annie Up Consulting. He came through, and he dropped some gems. He also gave out some winners to cash, man, so hope everybody that listened at least played something. I know the teaser that he didn't even give out on, on What's the Line, that joint definitely hit. A lot of the prop bets hit. And it was just great to have him on. Great to talk some angles. Also great to discuss the NBA trade deadline. And before we move any further, I want to take you guys to last night in the Curry household. Yes. So, ladies and gentlemen, that was right after the fourth and one play. Um, Aaron Donald being a disruptor, the disruptor that he was, um, was absolutely fantastic in the game, especially on that final play. Um, that was how it sounded here in my household. But um, it was a great game. It was a great game. I just want to come here. And first, I want to shout out and congratulate the runner up uh, Cincinnati Bengals. Um, they had a hell of a run, you know. Nobody, nobody predicted this team to even get that far. And they were just, just really, really that close to winning the Super Bowl. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals are now 0-3 all-time in the big game. Um, the Rams, they win this one 23-20. Cooper Cup, as you all know, is the Super Bowl MVP. But there's a lot of talk to saying, you know, it could have went to Aaron Donald. You know, I'm not really mad, you know. I don't really feel any type of way. But let's talk about the game. So... Like I said, man, I was I was super excited for the Super Bowl. Obviously, my mom's a Rams fan. We had a little, you know, I was gonna say a little shindig. We had a little little get together, man. It was great, you know, see some people. It's also my grandmother's birthday yesterday. It's also my guy Jalen Hunter, his mom's birthday um, yesterday. So shout out to Miss Stephanie Bryan. Shout out to my grandmother Gwen Davis. And I was just really, really happy, man. It was just so cool to like. I don't know. I felt like I was more hyped for the Rams to win the Super Bowl than I was when the Lakers won the championship. I mean, maybe, maybe the pandemic ring really is a thing. But I was just so hyped, you know, seeing my mom so excited about sports. Like, she likes sports, but she's still not like a crazy avid fan. But I will say she's always been a Rams fan. There's always been a couple of things for certain. She loves the Rams and she hates the Cowboys. Those two things have always existed pretty much my whole life. So she was riding really, really hard for those Rams. And I'm so glad that they won. Uh, Odell Beckham, I know he got hurt in that game, but I'm glad he was able to contribute. You know, not even just last night with the opening touchdown, but I'm talking about contribute, you know, these last, you know, last month or so with the Rams. You know what I'm saying? I know when they, when he first got him, you know, people like, and, you know, we haven't seen Odell Beckham, you know, play so good in a while. But in this particular, you know, postseason stretch, he was... He was fantastic. He had more touchdowns this year on the Rams than he ever did with the Browns. You know, <laughs> Baker Mayfield, you know, Browns offense. It was it was just a mess, man. I'm just glad, you know, I know he got hurt, but he was finally able to escape a toxic environment and get to the Super Bowl, man, and capture that ring. I know he's had, 
you know, a career full of ups and downs. You know what I'm saying? You come into the league, came in injured. You know, you, you're put on a super high pedestal with the, you know, famous, infamous one-handed catch in the Cowboys game. And that pretty much propelled him, uh, you know, on this super, super high pedestal. He became an instant celebrity. You know, kids started to get the haircut and stuff like that. And he just became, he became a freaking, I don't want to say legend. That's too big. That's too premature. But he became... He became, he wasn't just an athlete anymore. He was a celebrity. He was a hit. You know what I'm saying? Like he was super duper. He was like one of the most famous people in the world at, at one particular time. You know what I'm saying? That that's what I mean by that. But uh shouts out to him. I'm really, really happy for Odell. You know, I thought, I thought in the game, I know I'm kind of all over the place. I thought the Bengals played relatively well enough to win. They did. Um, I know we had the controversial um, T. Higgins grabbing the face mask um, of Jalen Ramsey. But the Bengals still play good. My only issue with the Bengals is, why did they get away from the run? I really don't understand. And I also want to know, why was Samaje P. Ryan in the game on the last two plays? The two biggest plays Joe Mixon wasn't even in. Joe Mixon, he had a day. Like 72 yards. I know it doesn't really like, okay, but on 15 carries... That's pretty good. That that he he was averaging four point eight yards per carry. He's on pay. That, that's a first down. You know, every three runs. No, he was he looked he looked good. He also threw a touchdown. I don't I don't know. I don't. I think Zach Taylor kind of coached himself out of the game. I I I honestly think that. I honestly think that. But I I don't want to I don't want to sound like a hater, but. I really don't want to sound like a hater, but I felt like people were rooting for the Bengals just because it became trendy. You know what I'm saying? It became cool. Oh, Joe Brr. Oh, Joe Shiesty. You know what I'm saying? People were rooting for the Bengals. They never, ever rooted for the Bengals. And that's something I, I, I really struggled with, like, recently. And like I said, I know I was wrong on them. I was I was wrong throughout the whole entire postseason. On the, I, I, the whole season, I was wrong on the Bengals. I said they were frauds. I said the same thing about the Raiders. Now, you know, you need luck in this game. You know what I'm saying? The Bengals this season, they had eight games where they were decided by one possession. I think three points or less. And it finally caught up to them. You know what I'm saying? It finally caught up to them. But they had a hell of a run. It was a it was a magical run, kinda. You know, it really it really was magical. You know, they got through the Raiders, um, they got through the Titans, won that game in dramatic fashion. Chiefs game, won that game in dramatic fashion. But I think Joe Burrow is good. I think the Bengals, um, they're historically a really really cheap organization, and I hope they 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 um spend some money in free agency to shore up that offensive line because it really isn't that good. I think Quentin Spain is good. But the rest of that O-line, it's, it's, it's pretty suspect. It's pretty suspect. But, um, you know, Joe Burrow, he had a great run, obviously, uh, getting this far. Comeback player of the year as well. Um, but let's move to the other side. Let's talk about Matthew Stafford, man, who his career, the perspective on his career has now changed. Matthew Stafford was with the Detroit Lions, a really, really awful organization, a poorly run franchise. They're so poorly run. The Barry Sanders and Calvin Johnson, the two best players in the history of the Detroit Lions franchise, retired early. That's bad. 
Matthew Stafford was good. He could only do so much. He never had a running game. And he was 0-3 in the playoffs. He gets to the Rams. I, I I didn't think he was a top 10 quarterback when he first came here. I thought he was like, you know, 12. But, you know, he's top 10. He's definitely he's surefire top 10. And it's just amazing how the... It's just amazing how the trajectory of your career can change. How, you know, perspective and change of scenery matter so much in sports. Matthew Stafford was looked at like a loser, a choke artist. Like I said, 0-3 on the Detroit Lions in the postseason. He's now 4-3. <laughs> He's now 4-3. Wildcard Divisional Conference Championship Super Bowl champion. I know he didn't play great. He played I think he played good. I know he had a couple of interceptions. One interception bounced off the guy's hands. The other interception he threw on third and 14, and he gave Van, he tried to give Van Jefferson a chance. The ball was underthrown, but he tried to give him a chance. And that ball was picked off, but, you know, give or take, it was pretty much a punt. It was third and 14 to put it into perspective. So, I, I thought he played good. I thought he was, you know, a nice commander, a nice field general out there. Cooper Cup, shout out to him. I got, now I got, I got to go, now I got to go to Cooper Cup. But shout out to Matthew Stafford. Shouts out to him. So, ladies and gentlemen, you all know how I feel about Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup was a draft sleeper of mine back in 2017. And I'm not, I don't, I don't ever want to sit up here and toot my own horn, but I'm going to do it a little bit. Um, shout out to my brother, Sean, my guy, Sean McCleary, um, who's now on the Morehouse, Morehouse football staff. And every year he helps me collab on these draft sleepers he doesn't do it for me we collaborate on it together and we both identify cooper cup as a draft sleeper cooper cup had a magical season this year this season cooper cup won the receiving triple crown which means he had the most receiving yards the most receiving touchdowns and the most catches he also won offensive player of the year and he also won super bowl mvp jerry rice is the only wide receiver in nfl history to do all of those things in an entire career and cooper cup did this in a single season a single season listen I thought he would be good I didn't foresee this and I'll be lying if I did but I'm so happy for the guy Eastern Washington to this but I knew when he got drafted to the Rams I knew there was a chance that he could do some really really wonderful things just being in the Sean McVay system and you know Sean McVay is a magnificent play caller he can he can scheme me open to be honest with you not even gonna lie Pretty much on anything but the inside zone, because that don't work for the Rams for whatever reason. But I think I think that was just like a perfect marriage. You know what I'm saying? So shouts out to my guy Cooper Cup. Also shout out to Jalen Ramsey, one of my favorite players in the league. We got torched up a little bit. Jamar Chase is just absolutely different. And T. Higgins, yeah, my guy, that was a face mask, but you still had him beat on the play. Um, shout out to him. Shout out to Jalen Ramsey. Shout out to Aaron Donald, one of the best defensive players ever especially that I've ever seen, but one of the best ever. Shouts out to Von Miller. He captures a second championship. Um, shout out to Sean McVay. You know, <laughs> yeah, I know you guys remember when Sean McVay first went to the Rams. I used to say a little something like this. <clears throat> shout out to Sean McVay, former offensive coordinator of the Washington Redskins, a.k.a. the Commanders now, but he was offensive coordinator for the Redskins some time ago. And... Kevin O'Connell is also on, on the Rams staff. He's going to be the new coach of the Minnesota Vikings, LOL Washington. But 
Shouts out to those guys. Sean McVay is now the youngest coach in NFL history to capture a Super Bowl. And I'm so happy, man. I was I'm just so happy for my mom. Um, so freaking happy. I thought this uh, some the halftime show was good as well. Wish Mary J. Blige would have you know did the little dug a little deep into her catalog because she has a, a deep catalog. She's been uh, you know doing music for 30 years. She she has a deep catalog. I wish she would have got into it a little more. But I enjoyed everything, man. The festivities, the commercials. Um, LeBron commercial was dope. I just I had a blast. I had a blast. It was it was, it was a great Super Bowl. Um, I'm sad that the NFL season is over, but you know, mock, this mock draft season, free agency next month. So we'll definitely get there. Um, but where do these two teams go from here? Um, I would be curious to see um, what Odell Beckham's injury is. The Rams are. It's been talks they're going to give him an ex- uh, Matthew Stafford an extension. Odell said before the game he wants to give the Rams a discount. And Sean McVay is also going to get an extension. And I think the Rams, you know, it's really, really tough to repeat in the NFL. You know, they play in a really, really tough division, the NFC West, the best division in football, in pro football. And, I mean, you know, I think they have a chance. You know, everybody has a chance to repeat, but it's just so difficult to do that. But I definitely still think that they'll be in the playoffs next year and they'll try to make a run at it. Um, As for the Bengals, I can't, I don't know, it's tough because... The AFC is good. You still got the Chiefs. You still got the Bills. I know Lamar Jackson got hurt, so the Ravens will be improved. Um, you got Justin Herbert and the Chargers. They should be better. If Brandon Staley can get out of his own way. Um, the Titans, they were the one seed in the AFC. So they were good. Um, you know, the Browns were a team that beat the Bengals twice. I know I talk about bad about Baker Mayfield, but the Browns beat the Bengals twice. Um, the Steelers made the playoffs. Um, the Colts were a game away from making the playoffs. The Raiders made the playoffs. So the AFC is going to be good again next year. And I don't know if the Bengals kind of just struck lightning out of a bottle. But like I said, if they shore up that offensive line, if they're able to get some pieces on the O-line to help protect Joe Burrow, because he took a beating this season. He, took, he, he was sacked 70 times. 51 times in a regular season and 19 times in the postseason and was sacked seven times last night, which tied a Super Bowl record. And we all know about the beating he took in the Titans game, getting sacked nine times. So if they're able to protect him, keep him clean, because I really would hate to see a guy like that end up like Andrew Luck and just retire early because he's he's a really, really good talent in this league. So I would like to see Joe Burrow get some protection and I hope the Bengals front office spend some money. I know they're... They've historically been a cheap franchise in terms of paying people. So we'll see how that goes. Um, And that's pretty much all I got for you, man. The Rams won the Super Bowl. Cooper Cup is the Super Bowl MVP. I had a blast. Uh, the Super Bowl is just something I have to talk about. And I feel like it's one of those things where you have to come in and talk immediately after it's over or you missed your window. But, you know, I got some things coming up. Uh, you know, I'll probably give you guys an episode, another episode this month at some point. And college basketball, March Madness is is on the way. NFL free agency is on the way. NBA just got shaken up with some big blockbuster deals. So it's going to be a lot of different stuff to talk about, man. So I will be here. I'm not gone. Not going anywhere. But I'm super duper happy that the Rams won the Super Bowl. Shout out to my mom again. I said it a million times. I'm going to say it again. Shout out to my mom. 
the lovely Miss Rosalind Curry. Shout out to your Rams fan. And yeah, I want to thank everybody for listening. I'm your host, I'm your guy, Mike Curry, and I am signing out. Episode number 189 is done. Peace. I love you guys.